Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash, the greatest money mindset show on the planet. When I tell you this is the show that you need to watch, you need to tell your friends, you need to share this, you need to pay attention, get a notepad because we are going to give you tangible ways to become a millionaire. See, one of the things that you hear all the time, people talk about making millions in their cars and their boats and all this stuff, but they try to allure you with all of their things, but they don't give you practical advice. But I have somebody here who will give you practical advice on how to become a millionaire. In fact, she wrote the book. We should all be millionaires. She's a CEO. She's a mother. She's a wife. She's a self-made multi-millionaire. We Rachel Rogers in the building <laughs> with us. How you doing, Miss Rachel? Listen, that intro, listen, I feel amazing. As you should, because it's so funny, because uh, we're, we're, we're inside the vault, but we're inside your vault today. Yes. We're on your 68-acre property, and when I tell you, when I pulled up, um, you know, I, you know, flash out to our guy, Sean, right? I'm talking to Sean, and he said, when you get to the cul-de-sac, you know, you go this way, and I'm like, all right, bet. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, he means when I get to the address, to the property, I'm going to go inside the property, and there's a cul-de-sac in the property. He's like, nah, I'm talking about the, the actual cul-de-sac. Like, there's, there's, there's different properties. Like, she owns all that. I said, whoa, hold on, hold on. And so it's, it's refreshing to see um, somebody... Who's regular? Yes. Regular, regular, right? And so <laughs> behind the scenes, right? I said the goal of this show is to make you seem regular. Yes. And what I what I want to clarify in that is, um, unfortunately, in our community, in our culture, a re- regular is paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Regular is. Uh, trying to figure things out, government job. Um, Don't you forget know, overdraft bank account. Overdraft bank account. That used account, to be my regular. Right? <laughs> and so now seeing somebody who, we, we actually have similar backgrounds, right? Yes. Low income housing, you know, like, uh, you know, working our way up to becoming, you know, millionaires. Um, and and I, I need that to be regular, right? Yes. I need everybody yes. watching to wherever you are, Becoming a millionaire, multi-millionaire, owning acres of land, uh, having time freedom. Doing, I need that to be regular. So that's the that's that's my goal for this show. Yes. Uh, but before we even go there, I, I first of all, I can't agree with you more. Yes. And that's yes. Why, I mean that's why I wrote my book. We should all be millionaires because I truly believe that. Yeah. And I had to fight with my publisher for the title. They wanted me to change it to Millionaire Mindset. Mm. I'm like, no. Nah. Nope. Exactly, 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 exactly. We're trying to create a movement exactly. here. Exactly, a movement where, yes. where, again, people, like, that's the norm. Yes. But in your words, 
Who is Rachel Rogers? Um, a lot of financial struggle in my household, and I was very curious about how people made money. And so I was like, I just asked everybody that I could see who had any kind of money, how do you do that? What do y'all do? <laughs> I would just be so curious. I wanted to know, how do you get to financial security? And so I was curious about it. And, and you know, it's hilarious that I now teach about money because I was the poster child for what not to do. I had bad credit. I had a 400 and something credit score. Wow. Um, <laughs> for a long time. Wow, wow. Um, I used to be the person who, every time I put my card down, I'd be like, please, God, don't let it, please don't let it decline yep. all the time. Um, and so that's, that's where I came from. Yeah. And I just decided that I didn't want to be struggling anymore. Yeah. I decided that I was going to find a way and I was going to keep trying until I made it. And yeah. so, and that's what happened. And I'm still me. I'm still the person from Flushing Queens, yeah. right? Like, that hasn't changed. I mean, things have changed. Right, the experience absolutely, has absolutely, changed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but I'm still that person. And so for me, I believe that entrepreneurship is um, a vehicle for people to build real wealth. Yeah. And it is how we're going to close the racial wealth gap, the gender wealth gap. And so to me, like, I want to teach as many people as possible how to do what I did. Because if yeah. I could do it, other people could do it. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't even know you were supposed to have a mailing list. Right. I didn't know that in yeah. the beginning. I didn't know any of these things. Yeah. And I just figured it out slowly but surely. And so now I know how to do it. So I want to teach people how to do it faster than I did. Yeah, and I love that. And, and one of the things I feel like um, is unique about you is like like you have a like you don't even like six figures like you you like <laughs> you repel six you like six figures what right and, and, and like and like you made it a, a mission of yours right and, and that's why it's intentional we should all be millionaires um, and even as somebody who you know my background I was a banker um, you know I you know I was in, was making six figures high six figures I lived in New York I felt broke yes. And so talk about talk about why everybody who's watching this, if you have in your head that oh, I, I just want to be a six figure earner, I want to make six figures. Why? Why is that a low? Like, why is that low? Why should why should you like eradicate that mm -hmm. thought and, and focus on seven figures and above? Yes. Well, there are actual studies that show that people who earn six figures and not even in just big cities, like we know New York and San Francisco and certain cities are very expensive to live in, right? But I'm talking about people who live in like a small city in Tennessee, right? Like throughout the country, when you make $100,000, on average, people who make $100,000 have a $2,000 of disposable income each year. Wow. That means that they, they are $2,000 away from an emergency happening and obliterating their finances, right? Right? Like they, they, the, the margin is so thin, right, that they're just barely getting by. So even as a six figure earner, I remember I was I was um, doing an internship for the public defender's office in San Jose one summer. This was while, uh, while I was in law school one summer. I went there and I um, had a roommate who um, worked for PayPal and she was making six figures and she could not afford a home. And she was single, no kids. Wow. She was making um, between 100 and 200,000 and she could not afford to buy a home. Like even just a condo, an apartment, nothing. So I think that, you know, you know, being able to be middle class and living a comfortable middle class life, even six figures is not enough typically. Yeah. You know, once you throw in kids, the cost of childcare, um, all of these costs are rising. And I think the reality is six figures is really, truly not enough. Yeah. Like just hitting that mark. And even entrepreneurs that I know that make, you know, 200,000, 300,000 a year, they are spending so much in taxes, uh, team members. Once you finish paying all the business expenses, there's not much left, right? And so I'm like, listen, if you can make a hundred 
$100,000, y'all. <laughs> you can make a million dollars. I promise you. It is not that far, yeah. right? Right now, I'm running a, a business. Last year, we did $10 million. This year, we'll do more than that. I, I already know this is a $100 million business. Yeah. It will be within a couple of years. I think we'll get there faster than it took me to get that first million, right? Yeah. Um, so it's like, if you can make 100,000, you can make a million. So yeah. why not go for that? Yeah. And here's the thing, we have to go for that, especially yep. as uh, marginalized people, yeah. right? Like we have a duty for the people who can't, okay. right? There are some of us who can't. And so if they can't, then we need to earn it so that we can give back so that we can support, we can provide workplaces where they can feel seen and, you know, make a good salary and have good benefits um, and get profit sharing, participate in the growth of the company. Like we can provide those workplaces that we used to look for that we couldn't find. Absolutely. We can provide that. So I think we have a duty. If we are capable, we have a duty, yeah. right, to do that so that we can give back and help others and we could do our part to hold to close the wealth gap and we could do our part to move this generation forward, yeah. right? Like we may not see all the fruits of our labor, but let's make our lifetimes worthwhile. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I, lo I love that. Right. Um, and that spoke to me on so many different levels because I agree where, you know, we've been given an opportunity, right? This time I believe is the easiest time for you to become a, a millionaire. Are you kidding? Multi-millionaire. Like, really, like, we like we see these memes and these quotes saying, I'm a generational curse breaker. Like, this is that time. Yes. Like, right now. And so, two things, right? How do you, especially for those who don't come from money. Yep. How do you wrap your head around this new identity of being a millionaire where... That's not what you were told. That's not what you believe. It, it's to the point where um, even in, in marketing, like in circles where someone may be talking about millionaire, 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 and people say, no, don't say that because because people people can't wrap their head around mm. being a millionaire. Yes. So 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 only promote six figures. Don't yes. don't say millionaire. How do you help someone who doesn't come from money, who comes from a low-income background, has never saw any success? How do you prepare their mind to receive this identity of a millionaire? Yes, and it is an identity shift. Yeah. And that's why the last thing that I want to do is not talk to them about it, right? Yeah. And so I've had people say that to me like, well, millionaire is just so far-fetched. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to just keep saying it until it's not far-fetched, mm -hmm. right? Let's normalize it, yeah. right? Let's talk about it. And that's why, you know, I created my podcast. Everything that I do at Hello7 is really designed to normalize it, right? Mm -hmm. So that I'm not the only example, but there's so many other people who are also building seven-figure businesses who are also regular schmegular. Right. Right, 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 and they're right. making it happen. And so it is a mindset shift. I think the important thing is to actually talk about it. Yep. And then the thing for me is I always make them do the math. Uh -huh. And so one of the first things that I do with my clients is I'll say like, all right, I want you to create your million dollar vision, uh -huh. right? And this is a chapter in the book as well. And so I want you to lay out what is it, like we have this idea of what it's like to live like a millionaire, right? Uh -huh. Who knows how much it costs, right? right? Like maybe it's a million, maybe it's less than that. So yeah. like just what do you want? And so for me, what I wanted was I wanted a, a home for my children that was bigger. I wanted them to have a backyard and space to run around. That was important to me. I wanted to afford the extracurricular activities. I wanted to be able to sign them up for violin and sign them up for tennis and all the things that like at a certain time in my life, I was, you know, I couldn't afford it. Um, and so like it was extracurriculars. It was taking care of my mother. It was, you know, having an investment account so that I felt like I had a safety net. Um, yeah, you know, I wanted a nicer car too because I had a, 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 
I was driving a silver minivan for the longest, what? seven long years what? in that minivan. <laughs> Listen, we we bought a new house, and I was like, this house, this minivan don't match my new house, so it gotta go. Okay, but but seven years I drove that minivan, so I wanted to be cool and not in a minivan anymore. Um, but you know, the, I just wrote down I wanted to be able to go on vacation, so I wrote down what is it that I want. Yeah, and then I actually did the math. So I went on realtor to live in the neighborhood that I want. What does that house cost? Let me do the mortgage calculator. How much is a mortgage every month? Okay, $5,000 a month for a million dollar house. Okay, cool. Let me add that to my monthly. Okay, what else do I want? I want extracurricular for my kids. That's another $1,000 a month. Okay, let me add it, right? Private school, add it, right? Um, my mom's rent, add it, right? Add everything up. What is the monthly cost of the lifestyle that you want? Yeah. And literally just do the math. And so I did the math and I found like, oh, if I made $30,000 more a month, which is a lot, $30,000 more a month. And at the time, I think I was making like $12,000 a month. If I made $30,000, so I would have to more than double what I'm currently making, I could have everything that I want. And so I'm like, I right, bet. <laughs> now I know the number. Absolutely. Now I have a target and I also have a why connected to that target. Yep. And so now I'm going to, the next thing I'm going to do is brainstorm. Okay, what's 25 ways that I could increase my income, mm. right? And just like, how can I use my skill set? Um, what could I buy? Could I buy an investment property, right? Like, what are the different moves that I can make? And just write a list. And it doesn't matter how practical it is. Just write the list. Yeah. Some of those ideals will be terrible. Mm -hmm. Some of them will be good. Mm -hmm. And some of them you can act on immediately, yeah. right? And so you take immediate action. So one of the things that I did at the time was I was running a law practice, mm -hmm. right? So it was all time for money, mm -hmm. you know? It was like billable hours, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. so I you get a new client and like, great. Now I got a whole lot of work to do, right? right? right, right. <laughs> um, with varying profitability, depending on what I I was doing for them. And so one of the things that I did was say to myself, okay, well, I have a lot of people coming to me who are new entrepreneurs because there's a recession. All these people got severance packages. Uh -huh. They're starting their own businesses, but they can't afford to hire me as their attorney yet. Uh -huh. Okay, but I have all these contract templates and I have all these tools that I use in my practice. Let me package them together with some advice and with some videos that walk you through how to fill them out and like written content that walks you through it and then package that up and sell that. Uh -huh. And that way I could sell it in my time like once I sold it, I made the money. I don't got to do nothing else because right. the work's already well, done. That's good. Yeah, and yeah. so I did that, yeah. right? And so that started generating. That increased my income. And literally, that is how I got to that thirty thousand dollars a month. Mm. I just, I just kept going. And then one day, I woke up and I was like, Oh, I'm here. Mm. I need to create a new list. I got everything on this list. Yeah. You know, and then I created a new list. Right. I'm about to do another one. Right. 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 <laughs> and, so, and so, if I hear you correctly, the first step for anybody is to uh, almost get out of your head. Right. In, in order to mentally get yourself in a space of identity or accepting the millionaire identity. Yes. Get out of your head, put it on paper and see what it is. Yes, because the truth, numbers. Right. Because the truth of the matter, if you look at it, if if it's forty two thousand dollars a month. Right. Times 12. What's that? For 420. That's half a million. So you don't yes. even need the million dollars. Right. Yes. That's half a million. Um, to live like what you thought a millionaire would yes. live like. Um, and so number one is, is, is getting that, you know, identity down, writing it down and knowing what it takes. Um, and then, you know, what do you say to that person? You know, because a majority of our insiders, uh, that those who watch Inside the Vault are insiders, a majority of them are high earners. So they yes. make a lot of money. Um, but they don't, you know, they don't, they, they're exchanging time for money. Right. Um, and they want to get to a space where, or, or, or they're looking at, at what you're saying, like, oh, that's great. Yes. 
but I work 40 hours. I have enough. T- I have a lot of, you know, I don't have a lot of time. Mm-hmm. How do you shift? How do you take that transition? Because like you as an attorney yes. to now say, hey, I'm, I'm going to start coaching people on business. Like, like, like talk about your transition and how can someone who's in that current space of, you know, exchanging time for money transition to that space yes. where they're not exchanging time for money? Yeah. Well, first of all, it starts with desire, like we just talked about, knowing what you actually want. Because I think what we do is say, well, everyone says I should shoot for six figures, so let me shoot for that. Or now they're saying seven figures, so I should. Well, how about you just figure out what you want, right? Which is what we just talked about, right? Figuring out what do you want and having the number. Then once you have that number, then you start looking at, okay, what are the assets that I have? that can help you help me make that happen. So it could be, I have certain skill sets, right? So if you're a high earner, what are you doing in your day job, right? What's that skill that you're doing in your day job? Can you create a course, right? Like I was, I was at a speaking gig recently and I was talking to a young woman who works for a corporation where she does sales. And I'm like, you know who needs to learn how to do sales? A whole lot of people, Absolutely. especially entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. So like, could you create a sales training? Mm-hmm. That's a course, right? Cause she had the same problem. I work 40 hours, I travel a lot for work. They're sending me all over the the country. And so I'm like, great. You know what I would do? I would do a little workshop every time I was somewhere that the company sent me. Right. Cause I got there for free, right. right. On their dime, add a day, do a workshop, right. Add a little bit of extra income that's on sales or co- record that online course and make it so that somebody could buy it anytime. And all you have to do is promote it every now and then. Right. Yeah. Um, so that you just start getting creative. I think we just decide it's not possible. Mm. And so we create a ceiling for ourselves and say, well, it's not possible. And so so therefore I'm not even going to bother trying because it's not possible. Yeah. And I'm saying, no, it is possible. And so you got to get yourself into, you get your brain into a space of creativity and possibility. Mm. Like we cut our dreams off, right? Because we immediately say, well, this is what I want, but there's no way I can afford that. So forget it, right? Yeah. Forget about the how. Right. We're not doing how yet. We're doing what? Yeah. What? What do we yeah. want? Yeah. Right? Once we know what we want, then, then we can say, okay, here's what I want. Yeah. I believe that I can get there. And now how do I get there? Mm. Right? And start crafting the how and allow yourself to figure that out over time. And like you said before, we have all the tools available to us. We have the internet, we have books, we have all these online courses. You could go, you could get an MBA for, you know, $29.95, right? These days online, right? And so like we have so many resources available to us, podcasts, and this is part of it. One of the things that I tell people all the time is you have to foster belief, Mm. right? So it's like, how do I believe? I need to believe. And I don't believe in the just sort of like, well, just believe, right? Like the the answer is not the same as the question, right? right? right. So to me, you can foster belief. Mm. And how I do that, and I do that to this day, is every time I'm in the car driving, I'm listening to something like this, right? Mm. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm listening to an audiobook or I'm listening to a training or a speaker that I that I like that I want to learn from, right? Every time I'm walking on the treadmill, I'm listening to a course or listening to something. I'm constantly pouring in belief uh-huh. by what I expose myself to. I have also curated my Instagram feed, right? I curate my social media feeds. I want to hear from the kinds of people that foster that belief in me. Yeah. I don't want people who are constantly, you know, everything snarky or everything sarcasm and they you don't believe, right? And so I don't want that in my ear all the time. I don't want that negativity in. Your brain is your most important asset. You have to protect it. You can't just let anything in. Even on Netflix, right? I'm not, if I'm start a show and I see it's going to be 
super negative and it's like I feel bad after I watch it. But I'm not watching that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to put myself through that. Right? Like, how can I watch things, documentaries, shows, whatever? Even the news, turn the news off. (laughs) I was watching some design program and it was a woman who was saying that she, you know, started out in her little, you know, garage and now she's got a design firm with 90 employees. Uh, And she said that and I was like, I'm going to have 90 employees. You just need to see it. Right? You just need to. And so, how can you foster that all the time and you start thinking that way yeah. because you're pouring that in, right? Yeah. What comes in comes out, yeah. right? And so, and that means also you might have to curate your friends, right? Ooh. Like if Brenda is always telling you a sad story, mm-hmm. only call Brenda once a month. Mm-hmm. Stop talking to her right, every day. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, like right. we love Brenda, wait, but wait. we can't be talking to her all day every day. Right, <laughs> how, do you, how do you do that when, when that could potentially be like your significant others? I know I know somebody right now is watching. They're like, well, well, Brenda, I, I'm married to Brenda. Or, <laughs> yes. right? like, so how, how do you how do you create that environment where it might be your coworker, it might yes. be your significant other, it might be, you know, somebody that's in your space that you just can't really get rid of that easy. Yes. I have to tell you, one of the things that I have noticed in um, my programs is that the people in my program who have a partner who does not believe and who is constantly telling them that. Um, they move so much slower wow. than the people who have a supportive partner. Wow. Um, it's just the truth. Yeah. And so what I always tell my clients, I've recorded a couple of episodes with my husband mm-hmm. and uh, talking about marriage and entrepreneurship because it's not easy. Yeah. Like entrepreneurship can be hard on a marriage, right? Yeah. You have to work that out. And I think that it's important that you go to your partner and be vulnerable with them and say, this is my dream yeah. and I need you to support me. Yeah. Or at a minimum, just stop being negative. Right. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Just let me do my dream, yeah. right? Like I can't, I can't have you in my ear every day, yeah. making me feel like it's not possible because I believe that it is. And yeah. I want you to support me in giving it a shot, That's good. you know, yeah. and just have a real honest conversation with your partner about it. Yeah. And I think, um, and also, you know, listen to some podcasts with, with entrepreneurial couples together, mm-hmm. right. And be inspired by that. Um, but really talk about whatever the real issue is. And usually it's fear. Usually right. it's just that your partner is afraid. Yeah. Um, and so how can you address those fears or how can you negotiate to say, all right, we're going to have this much in the savings and I'm not going to touch that for my business. Uh-huh. Like that's our safety net. But over here, I, I'm going to do my thing over here. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-huh. So like negotiate, compromise and come up with a solution that makes you both win. But I think you have to have really, truly honest conversations. Yeah. Because um, I think that it's a real threat to a long term partnership to have somebody who doesn't believe in your dreams. 100%. 100%. And so talk to us about um, your program and the, the success that's within your program, right? Because, you know, we started earlier, um, you know, talking about making, beco- making being a millionaire, the identity of, of a millionaire yes. regular. Um, and, you know, so, you know, a lot of times when you get to that status, um, people start to have amnesia about where you come from, right? They're like, well, well you had, no, 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 I didn't. Well, but you, it's because, no, no, no. But they start to have amnesia. And so now there's this, this um, sort of like, well, you could do it, but I can't yes. because they're, they're fighting their limitations. Yes. Um, but you've created a program where you're helping regular, everyday people become millionaires. Um, and I know you have a few stories of people who have actually have done it where their, their life has totally changed. Talk yes. to us about that a little bit. Yes. So we have something called The Club. We Should All Be Millionaires, The Club. Yeah. And I created it to create a community of people where we're not the only, right? Where you can become a member. You can, you can be queer and be a member. Where you can be a black person and be a member. You can be a person of color. You can be um, someone living with a 
disability or a chronic illness and you're building um, your business, right? And building a platform for yourself or you're on your entrepreneurial journey and you're not the only. Because wow. I have joined for 12 years, right? I was joining so many different uh, communities and I was always the only. I was the only black woman. Mm. And I'm biracial. Mm. How am I the only black woman black in here? Yeah. I'm pissed. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, that ain't gonna work. And not yeah. only that, but like there was barely any women, there were barely any people of color. And I'm like, this can't be it. And what that does is that doesn't foster belief within us, right? It makes us think that, oh, this kind of success is only for white people. Wow. It's not for us. Yeah. And so I wanted to have a community of people where that's all it is, right? It's like all of us have um, challenges that we have to overcome. Yeah. We've all been historically excluded from, you know, participating in building wealth in a variety of ways. Yeah. And it's, it is systemic, right? And so how can we overcome that and, and win anyway, mm. even though society is designed for us to lose? Mm. Right. And so that's what I wanted. I wanted a community where we can constantly reinforce to each other. Of course, you can do it. Of course, you're talented. Of course, you have what it takes. Right. And where we can share resources and we can refer to each other. We can hire each other. It's basically an economy. Right. It's an ecosystem where we can support each other and we can learn the things that we don't know so that we can grow. Um, and we have a step by step pathway that we teach. And so uh, we have save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So many success stories that come out of there. One of them that comes to mind is a client who started with us two years ago and she was working a corporate job and she was like that exact scenario. I'm working full time. Um, her son is autistic and she wanted to be able to stay home with him. She wanted more flexibility um, so she could be with her son whenever she needed to. And so she decided to start this side hustle and she started the side hustle and created a brand around it and basically did everything I told her to do, literally. And uh, those are my favorite clients. They yeah, just listen. Exactly. <laughs> Stop doing it the hard way. Exactly. I did it the hard way. Exactly. So you don't have to do it the hard way. Exactly. Why are you choosing to make it hard? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so she just listened to the advice and to the coaching, showed up to everything. Right. And just was all in. And literally that same year, by the end of the year, she quit her job. Wow. Um, had replaced her income already. Wow. Now she's at half a million wow. in annual revenue. Wow. Uh, like a year after From that. From home. Yeah. So like wow. she was still working her job for six months. So it's, I think she's like 18 months to, to 24 months into her entrepreneurial journey. She's already quit her job. Wow. And making $500,000 a year. Wow. With flexibility. Wow. That's a blessing. Yes. And, 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 and I want to I wanna talk about your five-day challenge for a second because... Yes. Um, you know, I mean, anybody who watches the show knows that, you know, I'm a big fan of the five-day challenge model uh, because it, it gets to, um, you know, remove all the fakes and the frauds and all that stuff. <laughs> you yes. know, I, I have no problem saying that because I think that during the pandemic, um, and y'all heard me say this before, but during the pandemic, um, all of these gurus just popped up out of nowhere. Yes. Um, and they created a, a bad taste around 
course course selling and entrepreneurship mm. because what they did was they they were great marketers. They didn't know anything. Yeah. They were great marketers and they marketed their way to millions of dollars and they put a bad taste on people, you know, on, on, on how people looked at this this education space. Yes. Um, and so when the, the 5-day challenge model came out, I said, "Yes." Cuz you could fake one hour on a on a webinar. <laughs> Right? You could you could you could recite Jim Rome quotes and, and Les Brown quotes all you want for an hour. You can't do it for five days. Yes. Listen. You cannot fake for five days. At the end of a challenge, so I do 12 hours mm. of coaching Absolutely. when I do a challenge. Yeah. Right? So that is a lot of time that I'm spending. You're gonna know me and I'm gonna know you. Yeah. At the end of it. And also you're gonna know, like I, I set boundaries. Yeah. I expect you to put in work. Absolutely. Right? And I expect you to be somebody that keeps your word to yourself. Yeah. Decide that you're gonna be that person today. Yeah. And that's what I tell people right at the beginning of the challenge. Yeah. Um, you gotta put in work. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what to do, and then you gotta go do it. That's yeah. how this works. Absolutely. I am not gonna do it for you because that's a different fee and mm. it's much higher right. than what you're paying. Right. <laughs> and, and, and that's the and that's the other thing though too, right? They get 12 hours of your time for nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? Like VIP 297. Yes. You know, general admission. Like, like that's nothing compared to what your billable hours really are. Correct. Right? I have no problem. My mastermind costs a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, a year, yes. You know? Right. And it's worth every single penny. Yeah. You know, and my mastermind just will be the first to tell you that. Yeah. So this is a steal. Yeah. Um, and it's a huge opportunity that should be taken advantage of. Listen, yeah. when somebody has the way they've done it, yeah. um, you want to learn from that. Yeah. And also you want to learn from people who have who do have what you what you want. Absolutely. I like for me, part of the reason why I do this also is because when I was coming up, it was like nothing but like young white guys that like lived in Thailand. Mm-hmm. And that was their solution. Go move to Thailand. <laughs> Start a business from there. Right, your expenses right. will be really, really low. low. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you nah. know, live like a nomad right. or whatever. And right. I was like, I got kids. What is that? Right. I can't do that. Yeah. Right? And there was just like, I could, I didn't have examples to look to. And yeah. that made me really sad. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, no, no. I want to be an example. And then I want to create as many examples as possible yeah. for people to see. Right? Yeah. And so um, that's that's why I do it. And that's yeah. why we do the challenge. And trust me, my team is like, why are we doing this again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I mean, they enjoy yeah, it as well, but it is, it's a lot it's of a work, lot, but, but it's a labor of love because yeah. we want to give back. And honestly, by the end of the week, I mean, everybody's in tears. My team's in tears. Yeah. The whole community, everybody on the Zoom is in yeah. tears. Like we're all crying because people have just made so much progress. Yeah. It's bananas. Something about that container Absolutely. is incredible to yeah. see. Like when you have, again, that, that, that input, that positive input every, every day. day. You know, right. for two hours a day if you're VIP, yeah. right, for a week. Yeah. You're just a different person by the end of the week. Like, you want to take that identity on, that's a great way to do it. Yeah. You spend five days, and it's like a one-time investment that you make to yourself to show up and to not only to pay for the ticket price, which is so reasonable, mm-hmm. but to also show up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you get incredible results. Like, it's amazing to see. And it's all about making money moves. Right. Like, you, I, I expect you to make money moves, and I'm going to show you exactly what you need to do. And I'm pointing out to people, listen, we all have the ability to make so much more money. We yeah. are leaving money on the table. Yeah. We, the money that we have in our pocket is because that's what we believe we have the capacity Absolutely. to have. Yeah. Yeah. But we can have a different capacity. And that's what I'm trying to do with this challenge is expand your capacity for more. Yeah. Right. And show you all of the ways that there's money in your personal life right now. Listen, the 
the most funny thing. I'm doing this uh, interview soon. And one of the producers, I was telling her about the challenge that I'm going to do. And I was just giving her one bit of advice, just telling her about the challenge. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to take you up on that. She went and did it, made $4,500. Wow. And this is, we, we weren't even in the right, challenge. Right, right, right. I'm just right, talking to her about right, the challenge. Right, right, right. And I was just like, listen, yeah. that, is, that is the power. Absolutely. Um, and I think when we come together as a community to support each other, to support each other's dreams, right? If your spouse is not supportive, yeah. cool, come here. We right. will support Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Right? We will lift you up. Um, and, and, so, and you know, that, that's a good point, though, too, because um, sometimes your spouse isn't supportive because you haven't given your spouse a reason to be supportive. Let's be clear about that. So, so right? Yes. So sometimes it's easy to be like, well, my spouse is not supporting me, but, well, this is your your, your temp idea, right? So sometimes, <laughs> you know, your spouse isn't yes. supporting you because you haven't given them a reason to. And so if they get into a community, right? Like, yes. if you, you want your spouse to be supportive? You, you know what? You get into a community where that in that community you get the support that you need yes. and now you show all right bet look i've been able to do this yes. and then now you come to your spouse like yo we look i'm up yes now i need your support now yes. you know I'm, I'm you know your spouse will be like all right let's, yeah, let's, let's right. go exactly yeah. how are you putting in work yeah. right to show to make it easy for them to support you yeah right like i i i'm somebody that's good to bet on mm -hmm. you know why because yeah. you know i'm gonna put in work yeah. right yeah. like i'm not gonna dial it in mm -hmm. i'm not gonna play it safe i'm gonna go all in and give it everything that i've got and you have to be that person as well yeah um if you want people to believe in you yeah and people will start to believe in you when you decide to believe in you well, and you start showing up differently yeah. that's what's gonna happen yeah it happens at the end of the challenge they just like listen my husband used to say this now he's right. saying this right. right because it's just how you your posture is different yeah right like what you're talking about is different how you're carrying yourself is different and so now it's easier for people to believe in you but the same is true for customers right i have people tell me all the time well i tried to sell my stuff no one wants to buy it and i'm like okay well what did you do to try like i've tried everything okay well list out for me everything yeah. make a list I want to hear everything right. that you did right. what does everything entail right. and it's like well I sent an email and I did an Instagram post and I'm like okay well that's not even that's not that ain't that ain't even <laughs> the beginning right, let right, alone right, everything right, right, right. that ain't nowhere near right. right like the work that you have to put in work yeah. you want the results then you the, the only way we make something out of nothing is effort in the beginning 100%. it doesn't have to be a, it's not going to be brute force forever but yeah. in the beginning you have to put in that work to make something happen yeah. and the hard work is not even hours, right? It's not 16-hour days. People think the hard work is I need to sit at my desk and just like go for 12 hours. No. You what you need to do is sit at your desk and do the hardest thing. Ask yeah. for the sale. First thing. Yeah. Send the email and pitch the person. Yeah. Do the hard thing. Right. right? Do the instead of creating just, you know, a million Instagram posts. Awesome. I love that. But you already know 12 people who could be customers. Email them directly. Right. Why yeah. are you why are you trying to find a pin out of a, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. a needle in a haystack, yeah, right? Yeah. When you could just go directly to the person who already knows, likes, and yeah. trusts you yeah. and ask them for the sale. Yeah, and, and, and that's that's one of the things I like about your five-day challenge is that you know, not only are they spending, you know, 12 hours with you when they do VIP um, and they get access to what's worked for you. Yes. But also, I think a lot of people who uh, are entrepreneurs, working nine to five, they do a lot of busy work. Yes. But they're not making money moves. And Correct. I think that your emphasis on money moves specifically, like here are some specific things that you can do that are 
money-generating, income-generating activities yes. that can actually help your bottom line. And that if you listen, right, that's that's the, the important thing, too. Right. A lot of people join challenges or programs and they don't listen. <laughs> they try to add their spin on yes. what you're teaching them. But if, you, if your spin worked, then you wouldn't need... You don't need me. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> you know? And so, so for, for the person watching right now, give me, like three like tangible things somebody could do to to go from where they are right now yes. to that million dollar you know person that identity yes so one of the things that i tell people to do like once you've created that vision and we start ideating what what ideas do we have is study yourself right become a student of who you are and so that includes doing assessments like disc or colby or taking some of these different assessments that are out there take stock of your work experience and what you've done think about what what did what did you always be known for as a child like i was always loud now i get paid to talk right <laughs> i have a feeling you were loud too yeah. Right. So like, what were those things as a kid, yeah. right? That people either always asked you for or looked to you for. Um, and think about that. Like, how can you use those things that are within you, your natural talents? We all have natural God-given talents yeah. that we can monetize, yeah. right? In a variety of ways. And so that's what I encourage people to do is get to know yourself so that you can choose a business model that's actually going to work for you. Yeah. Because I think too, um, people sort of think, like, oh, this person's doing that, so I need to do that. Oh, this person's doing that, so I need to do that. And it's like shiny object syndrome and constantly switching. Yes. And I want you to use your internal compass to figure out what's right for you because I don't believe in discipline, right? <laughs> like, I mean, I believe in it. Yeah, yeah. I think discipline is important, but I don't think that you get to seven figures with discipline mm. and brute force. Mm. I think that that requires more discipline than most of us have. Right. Usually you're going to peter out before you ever make it. Yeah. So what I'd rather is that you choose something that you are excited about mm. doing um, and that, you know, gets you up in the morning and gets you hyped when you imagine it, when you think about it, where you have a strong why as to why you want to do this. Well, I just want to make people laugh, right? Like that was Will Smith, what he talked about in his book. He was talking about as a child, he wanted to make people laugh because he grew up in a home where there was a lot of violence, right? Um, and so it's just like, what, what is that thing for you um, that that is that why for you? I think when you are connected to your why and then you have a, a business model that's, excited for, that's exciting for you and that's built around your natural talents, right? Instead of creating a business model, like for when I was running my law practice, right? I, I, I got close to seven figures. I never hit it. And it required enormous amounts of discipline to do that work. Why? Because I was sitting behind a computer every day, typing and editing contracts, right? Where like, that's not where my, ta my talent, I belong in front of a Absolutely, group of people. Yeah, like that's, that's what I do. Yeah. Right. And so that was the opposite of what made sense for me. And so it was so hard to grow it yeah. versus getting into a business model that is built around my natural skill set. Yeah. I mean, we took off instantly, yeah. right? Like we went from a million to two million, two million to five, five to 10 in a very short period of time. Yeah. Um, because it's built around my talents. And so that's what I teach people how to do. How do you really lock in on what you are good at? Figure out who you are yeah. and what you're naturally gifted at. Yeah. And here's the thing. We tend to undervalue our gifts. Say that. We think what I'm good at, you know, like everybody's good at. No, they're not. Yeah, exactly. right? <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. You know, like, yeah. I, like I have a stylist, right? Mm -hmm. This is her talent. Yeah. Could I put together an outfit? Sure. But yeah. it's not It's not my gift. It's not going to be something I'm going to be world class at. Yeah. Yeah. But it's something that she's amazing at, yeah. right? And so 
that's a natural talent that she's monetizing, right? And so we all have different gifts. And so look around and try to figure out what that is. Yeah. And then you can start to think about, okay, well, what are the different ways that I can sell that, yeah. right? What are the different... And I think it's important to test in the early days. Try different things. Yeah. Try different things and try different things that don't commit you to something for two years, mm. right? Because people will be like, well, I just launched this 12-month program. And I'm like, well, now you stop doing it for 12 right, months. Right, Do you right. even like it? Exactly. You know? <laughs> Let's try to... How about a one-day thing? Right, a right. one-day workshop, Absolutely. right? Or test it out and just try different things and just be willing to risk your ego. Yeah. If you are not risking your ego, you are not in the game, friend. Whoa. You are not in the game. That's a bar. If you're not risking your ego, you are not in the game. Mm -hmm. Expand a little more. Because your staying safe does not get you to a grown business, right? Yeah. So you have to be willing to say like, hey, I have this thing. Do you want to come? Mm. Right? Hey, I'm doing this event. You have to risk. Nobody's going to show up to your mm. party. Right? Right, right? You have to risk. Nobody's going to buy your thing. You mm. have to risk pitching yourself and somebody rejecting you and saying no. Wow. That's what's required for growth. That is the pathway to success. If you're not collecting no's, you are not on your way to success. Wow. You're staying safe and safety means more of the same. Right? Wow. So whatever you have now, you're going to continue to have if you continue the same behavior. Wow. You got to shift it and you got to be willing to take those risks. So listen, you got to be willing to embarrass yourself wow. publicly. You know, like, that's what's required. Yeah. And if that's too much for you, then this path maybe is not for you. Wow. But that's the thing you have to get comfortable with. So it's so funny because if you scroll back on my YouTube channel, um, I have YouTube videos from 2011 when I was starting my law practice and I was sold do YouTube videos. They bring in clients. I'm like, okay, fine. So I'm literally on there whispering. <laughs> like I am whispering right, on these YouTube right, videos. Like, did that want nobody to hear me? Right, Correct. Right, I didn't want nobody right, to hear me. Because right. I was just so feeling so self-conscious. Yeah. But I just did it anyway. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is what you got to do. I got kids to feed. Yeah. I'm motivated. Yeah. I got to do it. Yeah. I did those videos. Do you know those videos brought in so many clients over wow, the years? Me wow. whispering. Wow. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, just understand that where you're at right now is enough. Yeah. Right? Like the version of you you have right now is not the most confident version. Trust me, I was not this confident in the Go watch those videos. Right, You'll right, see. Right, right. And I leave them up on purpose because I want people to see. Look at a recent video versus the one from 2011 yeah. where it's almost embarrassing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, nah, I'm going to keep it up because yeah, yeah. I want y'all to see the progress, right? And even that was enough to bring in clients and to support my family, wow, right? Wow. And so where you're at right now is enough, yeah. right? Just get yourself out there. Risk your ego. Risk that somebody's going to say you look foolish on the YouTube video yeah. or on your reel or whatever it is that you're doing. Risk pitching yourself and somebody reject you. Listen, get good at not caring about rejection, right? Yo, if that wasn't enough for you to spend five days with this lady, I promise you, <laughs> look, letsmakemoneymoves.com is where you need to be. Um, talk to that person because, like, you know, there's this, this imposter syndrome thing going yes. on. Um, and I, I heard a quote uh, that one of your mentors told you, which was, um, you are, uh, you may not be experienced, but you are qualified. Yes. And, and, and that is so profound because I think a lot of people um, dumb themselves down or take less because they don't believe that they're experienced at the thing that they're trying to get other people to pay them for. Right. But your mentor told you, look, 
Forget about experience. You're qualified. Talk, talk a little bit about yes. that. Yes. And this was when I was start. I was afraid to go. So, so I went solo and started my own practice right after law school. Yep. Because I graduated in the middle of the 2008 recession. Um, and so there was not a lot of jobs available. And the ones that were available, I didn't want them. <laughs> right? And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go solo and start my own practice. But I had so much fear around that. Right? Because I'm like, well, I'm a baby lawyer. Right? What do I know? Yeah. Um, and I just talked to different mentors uh, about it. And one of my mentor said to me, you may not be experienced, but you are qualified. You are qualified to practice law. You have passed the bar. You've gone through three years of law school. You know how to find the answer, even if you don't know the answer right away. Yeah. Right. And so I said, okay, cool. And so I just did it. Right. I, I started a practice. And so I would have a client come in and I would listen to their problem and I'd say, okay, cool. Great. Yeah, I can solve that problem. And then I would call my mentor and be like, okay, here's the problem. Right, right. I think it's this. Is that yeah. the right answer? Yeah. Um, and they would help me. Right. And so I had a couple of mentors that I lined up because I wasn't joining a law practice where there'd be partners that, you know, tell me what to do. Right. And give me guidance over time. Like that was the model. But I didn't have that model available to me because those jobs weren't available. Um, and so I chose myself. Right. And I found my own mentors and I read books and I had the fear of God in me of doing it wrong. Right. And so I feel like sometimes I love to hire a beginner even today because I'm like beginners, they will work harder than the Facts. experienced ones because they don't want to get it wrong. 100%. Right. Like yeah, yeah. They, their, their reputation is on the line and they have so much fear about getting it wrong that they work harder often. Um, and that's what I did. And so I learned that way. And then I exposed myself to as much training as possible. I invested in training as much as possible so that I could get good at these different things. And I sure enough did. I got so good that it was like boring to me. Yeah. Right. Seven years later, it was like so easy easy to get to create these uh, solutions for entrepreneurs and I was like I need something else to do yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? no, I love it I love it listen y'all I need y'all to go let's make money moves.com invest in yourself spend five days with Rachel Rogers when she's going to teach you how to become a millionaire um, my last question is around the feeling or when you look at your life now, mm -hmm. knowing where you come from, um, you know, low income household, um, you know, your, your mom having to, uh, you know, do tricks to make sure the lights turn stay turned on. Mm -hmm. Like just knowing where you come from uh, and now being a multimillionaire, um, owning 68 acres, making millions of dollars, helping other people make millions of dollars. How do you accept that identity without feeling guilty, right? Mm. This survivor's guilt, if yes. you will. Yes. Well, for me, I I don't feel guilty. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I, I worked hard for what I have. Yeah. And then I also feel and I truly believe that to whom much is given, much is required. Mm. Right. So I, as part of accepting that identity of having wealth is also accepting the responsibility of serving others, right? With that wealth, using the money to serve the people, right? And so how can I, how can I do that? And so I look to do that. I, and I try to not only just do it like I have a foundation that we raise money for um, to address the mortality rate for uh, maternal health, especially among black mothers. And so we provide childcare and doulas and night nurses to black mothers in need. Um, so that's what our foundation does. And so, and we're just getting started there. There's so much more that we want to do. So to me, I, you know, when people say like, oh, is there a limit to how much you want to make? No, I'm going to keep making money yeah. because I'm black. Mm. Right? My people need things. Right. 
So if I have the ability to earn more, I'm going to keep earning more so that I can keep giving back and increasing how much I can give. Yeah. Um, so I think it's part of it. But not only that, I want to build that give back into my business model. And I'm always fixing this and perfecting this even more. But like even within my own business, ensuring that I'm creating a place where I'm, um, you know, we have profit sharing built into our culture. Wow. Right. Um, so that everybody on the team gets to participate in the profits that we are creating, um, which helps them to build wealth. Right. You, If you're going to have a job, you want to have a job that's bringing you profit sharing or commission because it's not just time for money. Right. You're also getting paid beyond the hours that you're working. And so I wanted to create that model because that's what I would want, you know. Um, and so how can you build into your life and into your business different ways that you can be giving back and serving others? Right. And there comes a point, you know, here's the truth of the matter. I think that when you build wealth, right, in the beginning, you almost like wow out a little bit. Like I'm going to invest in, you know, and I didn't invest in anything stupid. I bought assets, right? Yeah. I invested in real estate <laughs> and I invested in, um, I was, I'm an angel investor in multiple tech companies, yeah. right? Like I did that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I got to a point where I was like, I'm done. Mm. Like, I just don't want anything else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so now you have this, you know, you hold on to your wealth. You have to manage your wealth in a certain way. Right. Um, but then you also have more to give back, right? Because yeah. you have more disposable income and less desire for things, yeah. right? And so because of that, you have all of this room to give yeah. um, and can find all of these different ways and different vehicles in which you can give. So yeah. I think that's a privilege and an opportunity. And honestly, I think the most valuable thing I have to give away is my skill set, yeah. right? Sure. I know how to build a multi-million dollar business. I know how to build an eight-figure business. Yeah. And so that's the skill that I want to teach other people as much as possible in different ways through books yeah. for 20 bucks for free through my podcast right um and you know through our various trainings as well as like as much as possible i want to get this information out to people not only the information but the coaching the community the support to actually make it happen because you can have the knowledge and do nothing with it right right? and so we have to figure out coaching helps you understand why am i doing nothing with it i know what to do why am i not doing it let's get behind what the fear is let's dig into what the issue is and solve that so that you will go and do the things yeah Love it, y'all. Another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash. We are closing out the vault. Man, I promise you, go back. There was a lot of nuggets dropped on this show that if you don't pay attention, you're going to miss it. Um, if people wanted to connect with you, you know, how can they find you? Yes. So my website is hello7.co. The num- the 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 number spelled out, not the number. <laughs> so hello7.co. And then I'm Rach Rogers ESQ on Instagram. And you can listen to our podcast um, called the Hello 7 Podcast. And we're on YouTube as well, youtube.com slash hello7. All right, y'all, listen, I need y'all right now. Hit the link in the description or go to Let's Make Money Moves. Spend five days with Rachel and the team. Learn how to make money moves. Learn how to stop trading your time for money and make money work hard for you. We are closing out the vault. Another awesome episode. Me, I am Ash Cash. Make sure you visit me, IamAshCash.com. Follow me on all social media platforms at IamAshCash. Also, follow the show. Look, like, subscribe, rate, Inside the Vault, and we are InsideTheVaultShow.com. I'm going to see you next time, in God's will, same time, same place. All right, y'all. Peace! Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.